The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome into Congress the Sports Talk Show. Live in studio today, being a great Thursday. Demi Lachey is here in studio with the one and only Captain Kurt Feltkeller rocking the Green Bay Packers uniform. Or I guess I should say just hat. <laughs> I was going to say. Or the helmet. <laughs> I didn't wear my Green Bay Packer PJs in no? here. Okay. So that, that, Who knows what's underneath? But Well, yeah, that's true. So you're assuming I wear something to bed. I, I, well, you, you mentioned PJs. Yeah. So now I'm, <laughs> the mind is cooking. It's starting to go a little bit. It's going a little haywire. You're going, this is more information I need to know. <laughs> Just stop right more there. Informa- more things I need to go get. <laughs> Green Bay or, PJs. Or not. Or not. It's PJs Thursday. are for lounging. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. It's Thursday. NBA draft. Draft preview session. Going to go down here on the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Ah. Well, there's a lot going on in the NBA, not just the draft. There, there is a lot morning. going on, a lot of movements involving one of my favorite team, one of my teams. One my, of your te- my, Chicago. My team. No, I'm, I'm not sh- from Chicago. I don't rep the no, Bulls. No, I understand. Don't do no, that. No, your, do your, uh, your Indiana team, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. We'll, we'll get into it. I don't know if I would have done that, but that's just me. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. I'm excited about the NBA draft, I guess, for the two-player draft is what a lot of people are reporting and rumors. Do you think so? They're excited about two. I'm, I don't know who they are, the streets. I'm excited for about five or six guys I can name. Five or six names I cannot. Um, it's either I can't wait to see them play, I cannot wait to see where they land, and the potential yep. that they're going to bring to the NBA, to the court, to that next level. So, You know what I think? A couple the- names. The next trade is that's going to go down? Um, where? What do you think? At number three. At number three, okay. You have Boston. I know who's at number three, yes. Yeah. Here's what they're going to do. They're trading that pick for Kevin Love, and they're going to send one of their forwards along with it for mm. Kevin Love. And hmm. Cleveland is going to draft... A much-needed point guard, <gasps> defensive specialist, Chris Dunn. Cleveland? Cleveland. They're trading Kevin Love to Boston. For that draft pick. For that draft pick, and they're going to draft Chris Dunn. <sighs> That's what I'm telling you right now. If you people don't go write this Ooh, down, you're making woo, a huge Kurt, mistake. you just went out on me. I, I was not looking for that one. Tell me that doesn't satisfy Did I drop needs. Something? Did, Tell me that doesn't satisfy needs across from? the board. So they're going to swap their <laughs> they're going to swap their number one picks. 
Cleveland's going to end up with the number three pick. They're going to pick Chris Dunn, who's probably, to me, the most pro-ready player in the draft. Yes. Okay. And will yes. make a major I, okay. impact immediately because, one, he can play point guard. And, oh, I, he, can, he can guard Westbrook, for goodness sakes. Stop it. It's true. Don't, he, don't he disrespect Westbrook. He can guard the elite NBA guards right now. Right now? Right now he can. That's a, that's a grown man. At Stop six it. foot four, athletic as he On is, paper. and he's no hundred and fifty pounds like Ingram out of uh, yeah, you know Michigan State. That that just somehow. When did the draft turn into potential? This is a four year project. Um, and your number one or number two picks? We do have Kwame Lasseter here on the lines as well. I would say early two yeah. thousands is when it changed. It changed to. We are drafted on potential. We are drafted on for the future, what he can bring to this city for us later on, not right now, today. And that's not what either Boston or Cleveland need right now. That's why this trade is going down. It may have started back in the 90s, maybe (laughs) even in the 80s, where you draft high schoolers, drafting an 18, 19-year-old, or 17 at some point with Kobe Bryant, saying, okay, he's not going to take over the NBA today. But two, three years from now, look out. Y'all going to wish y'all had him. So I Kwame, think that's where it all started. Kwame here is on the lines. What do you think of my trade? Trade sounds interesting. Very interesting. But I wouldn't go as far as say anybody coming out right now can go out Russell Westbrook. Thank you. He's going to kill every Chris he's Dunn. Kill guys in the league. Chris Dunn no, can't. I don't know how talented he is, but no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Westbrook, we've seen when Westbrook take things personal. Not just going out with the intense and dog that he has anyway, but when he takes it personal, it's over. You, you won't get that guy feeling hurt. Um, but I like the trade. I like the trade that you came up with. That is. Um, and, and, and to add on a little bit about what you're saying, you guys were saying as far as when did, it, when did a draft become a, well, we're going to draft you for the future. Well, I think is um, the teams who's talented enough to do that uh, gets to do that, gets to pick a guy and say, well, we're expecting you to, have this offense and defense down by the end of the season. Going into next year, you have to play. Uh, but when you start drafting for the future, you, it, it's always like the NFL drafting quarterbacks. We expect them to play right now because of right. the good quarterbacks that we've seen come in and do well. So when you're drafting a guy, he better be playing well. He better be coming from a semi-pro team like Kentucky, uh, Kansas, or Duke, North Carolina. He better be coming from those schools to play right now. And, and then we, we also seen guys like my favorite guys to, to be drafted are guys that come out of schools like Wichita State, come out of Drexler, come out of Gonzaga, yeah. those type of schools. I love when those guys come out and play, but nobody, because the media won't allow it, give them the attention they deserve when they're in college. Well, thank you, Kwame. We appreciate that. Uh, we appre- well, from from us mid-majors, college-level schools, we appreciate that. Those, those appreciate tiny the little love. schools that really don't <laughs> Deserve any attention? Yeah. I'm with I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's always that. It's always a nice because Cinderella story. Because for some story. way, somehow, we do end up <laughs> taking the spotlight for some reason. We win a lot of champions. Anyway, we're not going to get into well, it. You know what? It's like, it's like anything else. You see, there are more guys that don't get drafted, play longer in a, in a chosen sport than the ones that do get drafted. You're drafting a guy because you're afraid. Some scouts and teams are afraid to not pick a guy because everybody has blown him up right. so good, and he does have some talent, but he, you don't do, you don't go any further in your research and your studies to say, well, the guy's an idiot. He's crazy. He's, right. he's doing yeah. this. He's got in trouble. He says he's going to fix things, so he become a compulsive liar. Uh, uh, what's the quarterback name? Was in Cleveland, uh, Johnny. 
Oh, Johnny Football or whatever his name is. Again. I don't want to call him anything that. Makes I don't want to call him anything. But he's not a football yeah. player. <laughs> <laughs> but but stuff like that. You don't go any further and think this guy and his his what y'all call it influenza. Yeah, I yeah, that's right. Else. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> they but, are, um, they're suffering from affluenza. Yeah, they're, affluenza, they're too affluent yeah, to know better. Yeah, the colds. What, what he got Jeez. is influenza. The affluenza. Yeah, uh, he just destroyed all together. But st- situation like that, you don't go any further than doing your research. Say, okay, let me go talk to the guy's parents. Let me go find yeah. out what's and and Johnny Manziel is talking. His parents probably would have did more damage than not because they think nothing's wrong with him. They think it's the uh, NFL's problem or and their fault. Yeah, but you know when you get those guys from the mid majors, you get those guys who who's hungry. Remember, all these guys are AAU kids. Right, that's true. That's true. I I just find it very interesting. I I'm concerned about Ingram because what is he six nine, one hundred and fifty pounds, something like that. Yeah, he's gonna get boxed <laughs> I mean, he, in and boxed up. I, you know, and I I guess the same things were said about Durant when he came out. Same thing. That he was Even too worse. skinny. And that was the reason that you shouldn't draft Kevin Durant. Um, yeah, he has a, he has a poor guard mentality. He 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 can shoot. Yeah, and I don't think Ingram can, uh, can shoot quite as well as uh, Kevin Durant. Durant, and certainly not not even when they came out. So, yeah, I'm I'm oh, gonna I'm gonna stick with my. Trade? I'm sorry. Is that the big boss of trade you see coming first? I think the first Boston trade Brown? is at number three, and it's going to be Boston trading with Cleveland. And both teams are going to get helped, helped out a lot because Boston's going to get the star that they want. Uh, they're going to get some other cap relief of moving another player or so to Cleveland, which will help bolster um, the front court, I think, for Cleveland. But more importantly, they will actually get a true authentic point guard who is a defensive stopper and, in my mind, one of the safest picks in the draft. So. I, I would love to see um, somebody bring the ball up. I wouldn't mind seeing this if, if we're talking Cleveland. Uh, I like that trade, but I wouldn't mind seeing Kyrie bring the ball up, pass it to the real point guard, and it would be like Kyrie then playing the second guard. But don't start passing it after 15 seconds because then you have no chance of running the offense, and then you're playing that right. uh, run-and-gun uh, basketball. So if you bring it up, make the pass right away if, it's, if there's no defense that don't allow that. But then you can move around and get it back as a two guard or that number one guard, who's the real number one, right. can start distributing the ball down low to guys like LeBron James, who should be the uh, forward, uh, yeah. not not every position type guy, but should be a forward because I don't see anybody ever stopping him down low. So and he's not going to the line. That's that's very true. Hmm. I, I think they're going to do it. But so speaking of trades, there was another one that happened this morning. Surprised me last night when I heard it, but speak on it. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Rose going to the Knicks. Whew. So now you've got, you know, now you've got Anthony and Eric Rose, Przingis with Hornacek coaching. You know what I said? They will win the East. That's what I said, and I and I went off names. I didn't go off what those guys have done in the past. I went off the names. I said, wow, they're winning East. And I forgot that Cleveland just won a world championship, yeah. NBA championship. <laughs> <laughs> that quick. I forgot that quick. <laughs> but then I'm like, can Derrick Rose stay healthy? Well, he's 28 years old, so he's still not old yet. And frankly, uh, he's paid. Yeah. He's played a quarter of a season in the last four years. Yeah. Combined. Right. So, I mean, if 
if he in fact is healthy, I mean, they were they're going crazy because he played what sixty games this year, 60, and everybody went nuts games. because wow, he's back, he's he healthy. Struggled for Are those you? sixty games. Oh, he it was exactly. hard for him it was to, hard get to watch those 60 him. Games well, okay, yeah. okay. It was you tough. At least coach. you don't mind him just playing sixty games if you his coach, knowing all that stuff he had. But you got somebody around him, and and maybe if he played more than six games, at least his minutes won't add up to playing like a full season. Well. I don't know. I don't think Chicago. All they did was they moved a salary, and um, because they yeah. didn't get really anything in return, Calderon and uh, some other little nothing, just nothing. Some they the got Knicks. nothing. Only to get rid of. They got Lopez. So the upside. Oh, that's true. That's, Lopez is actually he's a great. Re, he's a good rebounder. Good p- replacement like for Gasol and Noah. So well, without Noah there, Noah's not going back to Chicago. No way. No, look, he's going to either Cleveland. Or he, I think he I could end up with the Warriors. I don't think Joe Kim Noah will ever step foot in Cleveland after how no, much shade he, he used to throw at Cleveland. Yeah, and LeBron, no way. No. But you know what? Flip. Listen, if Dan Gilbert LeBron. And Coach Words, no flipping way. He will ever <laughs> set foot in but, Cleveland. But then, okay, but you're talking business and championships now. Yep. I don't care. Um, I, pride, no. pride, I believe in pride. I believe in one having it, uh, two, but don't let it get in your way. Right, and that's what's happened. I'll, that's what's happened with uh, Gilbert and LeBron. I think LeBron was the bigger yeah. person there, and he swallowed his pride. I still say he's got to be burning from the things that tell. They can't have a great you know, relationship. Kirk, he's just Kirk, decided for you know business. He is. Yeah, you bringing it up and thinking it, and you know he is. Imagine yeah. if that happened to one of us. Oh man, we we, we your fingerprints would still be on Gilbert's neck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They'd be they'd be running me oh, into jail. Put me in jail. I'm LeBron James. Who's going to put me in jail? You going to give me probation? Let me go shoot a couple of rounds. That's right. So, so I think that that's an interesting. It'll be very interesting. You've got Carmelo who needs the ball, and you have Derrick Rose who needs the ball. I don't think Derrick needs it as much as Carmelo. Well, true, but both are, both are need ball players. I think both right. need the ball in their hands. All the time. Well, what they have for right now, I think that's okay. Yeah, I, I think I'm okay with that. Well, so aren't you going to kill Przingis and, and his growth path? No, not at all. Yeah. Could you get him? You get him way. right right now. I don't. I don't think they're done. So I think they still have more movements to be made in New York. But uh, as far as Porzingis, I think it'll help him grow more of a pick and roll type standpoint, pick and pop. Because Derrick Rose, he's not the same D Rose who's going to flash and drive down the lane. You may see that a couple times, but. That his step is a little slower, so it gives him time to actually see an offense develop, kick it over to Porzingis for a jumper, or Porzingis running through the hoop like yeah. a big gazelle he is. I think it'll give him time to actually grow. The court is not going to be so much stiff on Porzingis anymore. It's going to spread out a little bit for him. It'll be interesting. Not it'll knowing, allow him to grow. Not knowing, not knowing what we know, and you saw that, and you just hear those names, but we do, except for we do know, Porzingis had a great rookie year, a pretty good rookie year, and has a lot of upside to grow. Yeah, if, yeah. They, if these guys don't stunt his growth, what do you put the New York Knicks now in the East? Playoffs. Yeah, just the playoffs. Just playoffs. the East. It, right now in the East. It yes, is the East. playoffs. <laughs> well, that's it's the East. I'm sorry. So, I mean, so <laughs> an under 500 ball club. <laughs> yeah, going into <laughs> playoffs, they and they're in the playoffs. Playoffs. 39, 39 and 42. Playoffs. playoffs. No, I don't, I don't know. I think I think they're one move. To be honest with you, I don't. I don't think they're playoff ready. Um, I just don't going out on a limb. What if they're Noah still they're there? still not? If they go with the Noah, if they pick up Noah, Dwight Howard, they're one piece away. Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard. I was afraid somebody was going to bring up his name and I was going to go berserk. What? 
Dwight, what's wrong with Dwight in New York? Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard Wait, York, shouldn't be playing. Him and Phil Jackson, I would love to see them no. two together. He wants they to be an offensive option. He big. isn't. <laughs> he would not be an offense. Look at, so he's number four at the very best as an option in New York right now as it's, as it's constituted. Derek Rose, Anthony, Przingis, Dwight Howard. It, at the very earliest, he's number four. And he's bitching and moaning because he was number three in Houston. Mm -hmm. Please. Dwight Howard, I I hope he gets blackballed and nobody (laughs) nobody gives him. He thinks he's going to get the max contract, and that just disturbs me to no end. He's the man's a thief. If he gets the max contract, we're going to have to look at the team who gave it to him and say, this is probably why you lose all the time. Oh, absolutely. Any (laughs) team that picks up Dwight Howard, I got real concerns. I think you should go back to Orlando. I think you should go to Orlando and just say, this is where I'm going to make it happen. I got I to gotta start make- doing what everybody's doing. I got to start bringing gay- guys in. I got I to gotta watch my ego. Um, okay, so- not your pride. I got to watch my ego and say, I need to bring some guys in to win the championship and bring it in Orlando. And he would he'll forget mostly everything he's done. You know what's really and interesting about that? That comment? What's that? He's, imp- he's what? incapable of doing any of that. But but I appreciate the effort. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's incapable of swallowing his pride. He's he's incapable of understanding that he is no longer the man. He's a role player. But well, look, Kurt, Demery, you um, <laughs> if he he got to be a full blown idiot. If he did, if he, if he haven't taken notice of what guys have done around the league and positioned themselves, this is chess. They put themselves in a position yeah. where now LeBron don't have to go anywhere. Although I think he will eventually. But now guys want to come to him instead of him going to Miami or instead of him being talked about going to New York, L.A., those teams. Now guys will come to him because they got the pieces in place. And, yeah. and, and the, if the trade go through like you hope it does and it wouldn't be a bad trade, they might have a young talent in there who's going to help. LeBron has to be around young talent because at some point he don't want to do it all. That's why he went to Miami. Then he found out he had to do it all, so that's why... I felt going back home was a better, a good decision for him, although I hated that he brought a championship to Dan Gilbert. Not the city, not the state, but to Dan Gilbert. Right. But, right. yeah, Dwight Howard, if, he, if he's going to be the biggest idiot in the world, he's never going to understand that. i got to solidify a, a pieces on the chessboard and put guys around me that really want to play, and then i got to do some things with my, with my ego. Right. Kwame Lester Sports Talk Show, we do have to jump to a quick break. After the break, we'll discuss more Potential trades, pickups, and free agency. Definitely great day for NBA show. NBA draft is tonight. We're going to jump into this quick break. You listen to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in host jd harris and ray austin are here to lead the forum from the fans former players owners execs and coaches while inside the man cave you do whatever you like we won't judge we'll even go beyond sports to talk technology current events and entertainment 
Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Fake, fake records, 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 records. Uh, 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 one, two, one, two, 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 uh, uh, one, two, one, Demi Lachey, uh, Captain Kurt Felkeller in the building. Kwame Lasseter here on Kurt the line. Concert. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt been throwing a, yeah, <laughs> sold out crowd in here. Like, he got on the table and everything. His shirt almost came off like JR. But. Exactly, I had everything waved. Yeah, just like JR at the parade yesterday. Speaking of the parade, did you watch the parade? I watched it a little bit. No, I ain't watched the parade. I watched I'm, it? I'm still in mourning. I'm still in mourning. Oh, yeah, that's right. You still going through some things. You still, yeah. uh, you that, and, man you crush, I, that man crush was really, it was painful. You and Aisha still going through some things, funny. huh? <laughs> 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 but at least I didn't tweet anything, though. <laughs> That's right. You didn't tweet anything stupid. Yeah, because uh, Curry cut off y'all Wi-Fi. He said all Curry fans, including Aisha, no more Wi-Fi for y'all. <laughs> no more tweets. Wow. Well, I didn't see it, though. How was it? 1.3 million viewers came out to the show to watch the parade, came to participate, downtown? I don't know, yeah, in 1. Cleveland. 1.3 million in Cleveland? In Cleveland. How is that possible? Yeah, that, they I don't, don't even have that much in population. They had that much at the Million Man it March. It was a lot. Well, that, <laughs> that's, that's right. The Million Man March was like a hundred thousand. There was a lot of individuals that came in from out of town who traveled. Huh. They had wow. all these people speaking on TV, reporters. It was literally like a reunion of all Cleveland fans of the past fifty-two years. All generations came together. Everybody jumped on the back. It was oh nice. My goodness. It was nice. Yeah. There was a shooting that happened though. I didn't understand that. What? But yeah, no Are one, no one, no one died. But there was a shooting happened. Regardless, um, there was a shooting that went down. I'm like, wow! At the end of it, of it all, unbelievable. It's Cleveland. Did it Still. have something to do with the parade? I mean, the celebration? I have no idea. No, I don't think anything. You know what? I get a guy five. Years. Whoever it was, I get him five years for being so stupid. Yeah, it was. A, it was a teenager. Why would you ruin that? Teenager. So the teenager? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know too much to the story. I just know that it came out. Uh, but you brought it up. You better have known something about it. Yeah, I, that's all I wanted to read about it. Like, wow, really? Did, did the person <laughs> did the person pass away? Did, was there any deaths? No. Okay. At least so that's stupid. That's, that's at stupidity. least there weren't any riots in Cleveland over the win, or in in Oakland due to the yeah. loss. Thank goodness some fans have gotten their head right around this and realized this shouldn't be an excuse to just go out and act like a fool. Put 1.3 million people in Cleveland. Honestly, it was. A beautiful set. It was nice. Wow. It was nice for the city of Cleveland. I that's run awesome. deep with the city of Cleveland. That's where family, that's where they're from. Parents grew up and raised. So it was something I definitely wanted to indulge and had to take a look at for sure. But uh, they showed out, man. They they literally it took them about three hours just to get down less than two miles of a parade. <laughs> so they, they made sure we're going to make this one last. 
Nice. They're going to make sure this one, uh, that one lasted for for the good time. And obviously everyone spoke and had the little speeches. But LeBron, you know, everybody, of course, always had to critique the, the king or the chosen one. And chosen one. The way he gave his speech. Yeah, the chosen one for now. For now. The way he gave his speech, I mean, he, he let a little curse words. But I think he just let a lot of stuff off his chest. But, of course, the critics was like, why is he, you know, using this type of language? He was just letting it all out, man. He was just chilling. Like it wasn't. He wasn't too aggressive. He wasn't being disrespectful. He was like, man, me and my teammate. It felt like I'm still dreaming right now because I feel like I could be in bleeping game four right now. I could wake up and you know it yeah. was just like a natural, just like you at the barbershop having a conversation. It wasn't I don't nothing know. Intentional. They better enjoy. But they were Everybody saying because that's were, the last one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it might be the last one for a Probably. long time. But. But I think LeBron, LeBron has to have a lot of mixed feelings. Um, and I yes. think that that's what is coming out when he's talking now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in your face, Dan Gilbert. I still don't believe that there's a real relationship there. No way. I just oh, don't. Oh, it's not. No, I, I, no I, way in the world. And I think that that's impacting what he says at this juncture. You're right, Demery. I think he's, he's letting a lot of emotion out. Yeah. But there's, there's some big-time hatred coming out of him, too, and disrespect for him, that he had to be hurt by what the fans did, the names that they called him, you know, burning his, mm-hmm. you know, images of him, his jersey, you know, just all the crazy stuff that they did. Because you know what? If, if we had a purge for 12 hours, I think somebody would have tried to kill LeBron. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying mm-hmm. the hatred that we saw when he chose to change yeah. jobs. He was a free agent. He wasn't yeah. still on the contract. He was a free agent. He chose to say, well, I want to I go work with this company now, or I want to work with that company. We do it every day. The yep. hatred that these guys spilled out for LeBron James, I can never get past it. That's why I don't like that they won the championship. I'm glad LeBron won the championship. I'm glad guys yep. on the teammates. I'm glad that Richard Jefferson got a uh, championship. Yes. But, yeah. but Dan Gilbert and what those guys do, and you know what? People are so, this is what I hate about people. Now, I don't like to use the word hate, but I'm using it this time. This is what I hate about people. They like when you are good, and they want you successful, but they hate that you are, if that makes any sense. They want to bring you down. They're looking for a reason to bring you down there. And the and commentators and those sports writers that were there, mm-hmm. you don't understand why he's uh, sim- symbolically or uh, doing all this talking and how he's talking, the way he's, what he's saying. You can't read through those lines, but he still has to be take the high road on certain things. Yeah. I don't agree with taking the high road. I just say, say what it is. And let everybody know how you feel for when you left. Because now is your, this is the stage to do it. You got a great opportunity to do it because you did make a promise and you fulfilled your promise. Now what you want from me next? Because I'm still think I'm the greatest. What's wrong with me saying I'm the greatest? Ali said it all the time, and he didn't know it until he until he became the greatest. Yeah, that's very true. I I think it's going to be interesting, uh, an interesting off season for Cleveland, and I I um, a very very interesting time coming up. But I think. Again, I still profess that LeBron James is going to wear another uniform before he's done. And, I'm with you on that. And I just, I, I just think that it's interesting listening to his speeches and stuff. Now he's got, boy, that that guy has got a lot of emotion built up in him, and 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 I understand was, why. I, I completely understand why. As an individual, as a human being, he was just completely ripped into, torn up, thrown away disposed of by the Cleveland fans. By the uh, NBA fans. And by, well. Steph Curry's the greatest. I was almost on that bandwagon. Kwame is still on that bandwagon. 
Listen, well, Steph Curry th- is one of the greatest. <laughs> he's he's and this year he was the he was the most valuable MVP for the league. Yeah. He wasn't the most valuable player in that championship game. But, and I don't think value period. has anything to do with greatness. Um, I I've always felt LeBron is the best player in the game. Right, he's the best. Right, I believe Steph Curry this year was the MVP because he was most valuable to his team mm-hmm. to achieve the success that they achieved. And, and nobody's going to ever do what Steph... Well, I won't say that because it was, he had to break somebody's record. Actually, he broke his he own broke record. He broke his own, I was going to say. He had to break somebody's record. But what he did this year, and as far as outside shooting, nobody's going to ever oh, do that for a no. long time. No way. No, no, no. No, you aren't going to see that. It. For, for, for that. For somebody to break that record where he just did this year to get the MVP, and I think that had a lot to do with along with what Kurt just said, team MVP and the accomplishment they made yeah. beating the 96 Bulls record. They yeah. have to change the NBA rules where guys can't be touched even less than they're being touched now. Right. We Although, watched how they played in the 70s and 80s, in the 90s and 2000s. Well, the game changed every 10 years. And I'll be curious to see if any of the rule changes or the way they officiate the games, because clearly I think in the finals, that those finals games were officiated much differently than the regular season games. They let yeah. them play they, they, a whole heck of a lot more and and le- allowed Cleveland to get away with things that Cleveland wouldn't get away with during the regular season. Mm-hmm. The physical nature right. of which mm-hmm. Cleveland took to Golden State, they could not do that in the regular season. Yeah, all of them would have like filed the out. Yeah, I, I don't like it at all. I, you, you, can't, you can't prep a game or, or, or the playoffs by officiating one way and then completely changing, changing the way that you're going to officiate you know, in the finals. See, I, you know, when let I, them play that way if that's the way they want to play it. And that's what I say. When I see stuff like that at the beginning game, I say, okay, the rest will let them play. And I'm, yeah. I'm enthused by that. But then they change it up at the end of it in the fourth quarter. I'm like, why would you do that now? Yeah, why would you you're just swallow call it how it will so the yeah. players know? Yeah. It's like an umpire on baseball. He calls it in the first three innings where his strike zone is. And, oh, he'll tell you before the game, my strike zone's right here. Yeah. he tell you that. So yeah. in ninth inning, it's the same strike zone. Yep, yep. Yeah, baseball, yeah, umpires do a great, phenomenal job. They actually, like you said, um, talk to the players themselves right before the game. Literally, this is my strike zone today. It'll be a little higher, it'll be a little lower, per se. Right. They, they test the waters. They'll let you know. In the NBA, it's totally different. It's almost like the refs versus the players or the coach, the refs versus all. Well, you know? when, the rules, when the rules change, it's like, for example, Steph Curry is a receiver in the NFL. He, I can't touch him as a defensive back. Right. The rules of the NBA, he's an outside shooter. I want to see that brings in the crowds. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't no longer do it. That three-point shot brings in the uh, fans now. Uh, if you got, Especially when you got two, maybe three, where Golden State has a bunch of them. But now you can't touch them because we want to see the three-point shot. And now the rules are going to change, so we want to see who can break Steph Curry's record. So every other team's trying to figure out a way to get shooting the way... Golden well, State has well, shooting. Well, that's defense. That's, that's strategy. That's, yeah, you want a guy who can shoot. You want a guy who can change the game. Uh, like LeBron is a game changer, but then when you add pieces around him, Kyrie, well, Kyrie was there, but when you add pieces, uh, you're making all the right trades, and they don't, they don't look good until they pay off. Right. But every team was looking for someone who can take the pressure off their star or their yeah. superstar where you might just win a couple of games. We got 82 games. I need you to win about 10, 15 games mm-hmm. just because I think you are that guy. Yeah. Take some pressure off the other guy. I'd even give, you know, and I, I have to give kudos to my man Shumpert, who 
I still think rocks the wrong man bun. No way he should ever be rocking a man bun, but he does. He won't perm his hair on all season. Oh, man, he just he needs to shave to all that something. stuff I'm, off. I mean, I'm you, starting you, to get tired of the box you, look. It's, you can't, it's getting out of hand. You can't wear a man bun. I'm sorry. We talked about this. White guys shouldn't be wearing a man bun anyway. But when, when a man like Shumpert <laughs> takes that tower and decides to throw a rubber band around it, to just give him it looks like looks like he's got. I, I, I think he had a red rubber band around too. I know, around. right? This master jersey and his shoes. I'm just going. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm going. Oh, geez, do not rock that look. Cut. Somebody should have gone in there with a with a clippers or a scissors and just cut just that off. Looking for that next endorsement, man. You want to rock the man bun? Here's the man bun band. All right, <laughs> Shumpert. Is that a look you want to so, do? No, no way. I would never do that. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's 2016. Men, men, it was like the guy on Men on Films with the uh, yeah. uh, what was the uh, comedy spoof show back in the day. Oh yeah, uh, in Living Color. Men, oh, in Living Color. Yeah. That that was such yeah. a great tweet you sent out there with the. Uh, <laughs> he looked just like that guy. I was waiting for him. To go, yeah. Men on Films. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Absolutely loved that. So, what other shockers do you see happening tonight, Kwame, in the NBA draft? Anything? Any surprises? Um, Any other trades besides just, my prophetic trade? Yeah, well, I, I want to see what happened with Dwayne Wade. Like, how does what is left on his contract? One more year? I I think he didn't he do the year and an option thing just like everybody I think else. He did a year and an option. Yes. Yep. So he's got to well, either pick up or or drop out of his option, which I think all of them are choosing to do. Everybody's choosing mm-hmm. to, to opt out. I mean, there's a couple of people you just don't understand, like Chandler Parsons, what are you thinking, dude? You're, you're like number nine on the bench, and you decide, here's a good idea. I'm going to give away right. the $23 million I'm guaranteed because I think I'm going to get more. Oh. He's got to quit smoking his crack. What he's going to get is $23 million for three years. Right, now, right. Instead of the guaranteed 23 you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, and then Dwight Howard, of course, opted out because nobody wanted him back. And so that he actually did Houston a favor. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, I think everybody's, you know, Dirk Nowitzki, I don't think he's going anywhere, even though, though no, Golden he, State said they want him. Yeah, Golden no. State saying it. Cuban will yeah, not Dirk let Nowitzki that happen. Nowhere. Cuban like won't Joe let Montana that happen. Joe Montana going to the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, it could happen, but you just don't, I just yeah. don't see Cuban allowing it to happen. It'll be yeah, interesting to see. How, would you pay him the max contract? Ooh, Who? Chandler Parsons? No, Dirk. Dirk, no. No, Dirk, no. no I wouldn't. No, he's not, not a max, max contract. What's his max? $10 million? Oh, no, his max, he, he's, he's eligible for $30 million. I did a one-year one option. I'll give him $15 million. I'll give him $15 million because he's an outside shooter. He'd be like, he would turn to Robert Horry to me. Well, he's 38 he years knock, old. Would, I mean. He would knock down a big shot. But yeah. I'm, paying for his, I'm paying for his time served also. So, I'm going to give him, I'm going to make it good for him. But if you're Dirk, are you playing for the money now, or do you want another ring? You want another ring. You want another sure. ring. Where, is it, where ring. are his best options to go to get that? I mean, Dallas has they have the money uh, to Golden do State. so. Golden State is the <laughs> ultimate But Dallas one isn't choice. winning in the next two years. Based on no, what we see on the floor two today, two no. there's just no way Dallas is winning in the next two years. Mm-mm, no. And I think Dirk mm-hmm. has maybe two years left at, on a limited basis. He's becoming a role player. Mm-hmm. And so. it's crazy to see how he was coming in out of high school. Like, you oh. watch, I watched this guy in the AAU with Germany. Guy. I watched him out of AAU. 
uh, and see how he run up and down the court. And when I watch Derek now, it's almost like, yeah. man, it's when are you going to retire? It's yeah. painful. He's running. <laughs> so he's only got a couple places he can really go to have a legitimate shot. Boston? No, Boston's not a legitimate shot because he needs to post. He needs to square up. He don't, he don't need to be running up and down the court with anybody. Right. He so, don't need to be doing that. He needs to half-court game and he's deadly. Yeah, spot up shooter. Yeah. As long as he little... can run free the three point line to three point line, right. Golden State would love to have him. Trust me. I th- yeah. What about your boys in uh, Indianapolis? We not no, we're not going there. I don't think they got a. Who has? I mean, you. If you're chasing rings, in my mind right now, there are only two teams Five. you can go to. You say two? Two. two. Mm. Oh man, Kurt, two. You talking about outside of you talking about outside of the two that just played? No, I'm no, talking about not. including it's, those two. It's legitimately those two. Oh, like, I think it's those no, two. There's no tour than that. Who else can <laughs> he go to? It's just them to play a role. It's no tour than He's that. only going to play a role. He's going to be a role uh-huh. player. What other two teams? Oh, man, it's, you he say can. that because there's a lot of guys right now who are on that who opted out of those years, so they free agents. So. Exactly. I, get, I almost said Toronto, but Toronto, DeMar DeRozan, he's, he's probably not going to come back to town. Kevin Durant the Thunder, who knows what Durant's going to do this summer. You know, there's no guarantee. If, it, like if he signs back, I can see Dirk going to OKC. But yeah. I like right. to see this. Uh, Barnes, uh, Dirk Nowitzki. And then i like to see the, the Doug Barnes over in Golden State. <laughs> oh, Matt Barnes. Okay. Matt Barnes. I like to see him in Golden State. They need some dogs on their team. And I like to see uh get the other both the other Barnes thing. Uh, he made me so mad. Uh, Harrison Barnes. get him out of there yes. and I trade him for Dirk Nowitzki. Oh I think but Harrison is a younger a younger guy. If I can't get Kevin Durant, none of if I get Kevin mm-hmm. Durant, none of this matters. Right. That's all I need. I got four I got five shooters on the court if I get Kevin Durant. Like you cannot you would not beat us. And I might go for uh eighty five wins. I mean, 82 wins next year. <laughs> <laughs> 82 and 0, Golden State. 82 and 0. I, and you know, I just team. don't know. I'm I'm struggling, and the only good thing about Durant is that. Um, and and again, I have to agree with Francis Sanders on this, which really it it irks me to have to say that. But I don't think Durant has that dog in him to. And he does not necessarily want to be the lead dog, so that's why I think he could survive uh, in Golden State. In Golden State, mm-hmm. um, I just—it would be very, very interesting to to see how they would incorporate him into that into that offense. Uh, you know, Draymond Green. You know, he, right now it's Batman and Robin and OKC. He, if he goes to mm-hmm. Golden State, he's now turned into Alfred. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> just he's he's a fifth man. Yeah, I mean, well, he's just not. He's just he. I mean, are you going to take away shots from Clay Thompson? Who I think that's who you're asking to take shots away from. You're taking shots no, away from Clay you know Thompson. What? I, I hear if he goes to Golden State, here's who becomes a suit MVP is Draymond Green because I got all those guys outside twelve foot and back. Yeah. So you got to come out and get me, and then I can drive past you. Either one of those guys can drive past anybody in the league for the most part. But if you won't come out here with me, Draymond Green, you got to turn into a beast. It'd be very interesting. I I just worry about Clay Thompson and and 
and his playing time and what, what they expect him to do if Durant goes there. I still don't I, I understand like if he ever would. It's all about, yeah, man, it's all on Durant this summer. Whatever he does. I'm looking at Golden State. I'm looking for a defensive guy in this draft. Somebody got to play some defense at some point. Well, you know, they were, they, they've been one of the top, what, five defensive teams in the last couple of years. The point differential for Golden State is, is, is I think, number one in the league. Yeah, well, they, the they, they go out there and shoot and run and gun and get a, and their running gun is, is what their character is. It was their team. Right. By that time, teams trying to come back, they didn't exert so much energy. They, they, teams who play defense against them usually beat them. Or, and I, I could say nine teams, really, but. Yeah, I was going to say. Defense, <laughs> nine teams, but, you know, they, when they play defense against these guys, they have problems. They just find yeah. a way to win. They was on a mission as far as regular season go. I mean, you're right. If they only score 100 points in any of those games uh, that they lost with Cleveland, you're right. Defense is what, what uh, beats them up. So here we go. Before going into break here, because we do got to go up, come up here on another break. But uh, just right across Sports Center tweet, Sixers are ramping up their efforts to acquire the number three pick. 76ers, number one overall pick, are looking for efforts to acquire the number three pick from the Celtics in tonight's draft. Listen to Kwame Laster Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job at second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the game. Hey, welcome back in. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk Show. It is all about the cream in the NBA. Cream of the crop? Cream of the crop. Or just the cream? Just isn't much. There isn't much cream in this crop. Kwame Lasseter here on the line. Kurt, Captain Kurt Phil Keller. 
It's going to be here for a little bit during this last segment. Demi Lachey's here. We are live in studio on this Thursday, Tito's Thursday, I guess. That's what Kwame wants to kick it off with. We're still waiting on that phone call from Tito's, though. But <laughs> From who? Hey, Tito's. Tito's yeah. will take our call at any time. <laughs> we just need to give him something to set up. So before we went to break here, discussing trade rumors that Philadelphia is looking to pass on the Ben Simmons ticket over to Boston. Supposedly looking to move that number one overall pick to the Boston Celtics for the number three pick. Why would Philadelphia a second, get in position to do no, that? No, I think they're trying to pick up the number. They want the, they're going to pick one Simmons. and three. Now they're trying to trade up with the 38 draft picks that they have. Yeah. They want to use that as well as all these injured big guys that they've got on their bench. Joel Embiid, Kansas. All the same guy. Rock Chop. <laughs> all the same guy. And they're trying to get rid of one of these, these um, I don't know, they're like long laundry baskets, for God's sakes. They just sit there. I wonder there. how those guys get, in, get into their big-time uh, $300,000 cars, knowing that I haven't done S, I haven't done crap in the NBA and I'm driving, and I'm getting in this Porsche or this store. I just, how does it make you feel? Like, the, I wouldn't even come yeah. outside if I, if I lost the game, and I know they didn't have anything with, to do with my play, but just the fact that I, we lost, I wouldn't even come out, really. Yeah. Well, but that's... have some guys that making basketball money, and this is not a money thing. It's just more so of, hey, when are you going to get healthy and start playing? Because they're bought into the system, Kwame. That's what you're what, supposed to do. What is the system? As a professional. I don't know. The, is I don't know. The, got a system? I, I do not know Coangelo. I think he has a system in oh, which he has came out and spoken. We, it's just going to be changed up around here. I don't know what system they are trying to <laughs> pretend to have, but yeah. it's going to go Coangelo's way, and I'm okay with that. With the Colangelo's taking over in Philadelphia over the last couple months, absolutely, I think there's going to be major changes. And I think they're trying to get – rid of a lot of this dead wood that they got sitting on the bench. Yeah, but these boys, like you said, Kurt and Kwame, these boys ain't played a, a second. No, I, so I don't know the value. Besides Again, Noel, he's the only one that's exactly. in Oakland for a little bit. And Nerland still weighs in at 150 two, pounds. Value from two years ago and tried to make a trade because they had value two years ago. Yeah. I, that's, that's tough. I think, I think is, Noel has more value now than he ever has before because he came he in with the injury. He was not healthy coming yeah. out of Kentucky, and I, he showed he showed he showed a little promise since he's been playing. He's seven foot with an ankle injury, a not, foot injury. Yeah, yeah, but he's past Peter that Pan. now. He actually played a whole season, and he's still young. He's NBA young. He's still got a whole like year where he took a year off. I think he, he's he's trade worthy. I'm uh, am I yeah. jumping to a Noel fan? I don't know. Maybe over time thus far, but he, he's valuable. I, I love to pick him up. And I think a lot of teams are looking his way just for him. Now they're talking Okafort. No, nah, we, we're, we're okay. I just I just don't know if if anybody if Boston's going to buy into the fact that Nerlens Noel is a better pick than what they could take at three, because I don't think that they're all that enthralled with him. Mm-hmm. That's why I do think the trade with Cleveland makes sense because we know that they are absolutely in love with Kevin Love. We know that. What? They've been trying to get Kevin Love for the last two years out of, out of Cleveland. Yeah, Boston has been trying why don't, to get that. Why don't the Suns take Kevin Love? Only find a way to well, get I, him. No I way. think the, no I think the Suns, Suns would try to trade for him. I think there's two places that Kevin Love is going to end up. It's mm-hmm. either going to be Boston or Phoenix. I really do. 
I think if, that's it. If there's no moves made by Cleveland, because honestly, they just won a championship. They're, they're, they can that's, wait. That's to make moves. They can wait until after whole Durant, Sigma, or all this is going by. They can wait till after the draft, all these moves. Cleveland is, they're, they're in good position. Like, every, it's oh. guys that want Kevin, but let's sit back and wait but until they, we what, see all the people. But they yeah, deeply man. need bench strength. They deeply need they a will, point guard. And they will get that. They will get both. Oh, I don't know. They, they they can get both. Honestly, I can see you talk about Phoenix, you know, this this Phoenix Suns team out here, they got a lot of pieces they can ship. And I think one name that I would not get out of town is definitely Devin Booker thus far. No. I think you keep him. Next star. I think yeah. he, I think he is a star to be um in the future. But I'm looking to ship Bledsoe, Brandon Knight. Maybe to Philadelphia in a draft pick. Maybe get, um, maybe get Bledsoe in that number four pick. You know what? We watched a lot of guys last year play in the playoffs that came from Phoenix. They got to keep somebody because they yeah. got, at some point they got to feel like we got to get in this playoffs. They've said more good talent. Anything yeah. can happen. Well, I think you need to get rid of Knight or Bledsoe to begin with. One any, of the two has to go. Any way we could sh- trade Sarver? Who? The owner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> any way we can trade him? Because he's the common denominator in why they're so crappy for the last since the Colangelo's. Well, I tell you, right. I, I tell you how to win. When you start worrying about money, you that's when you start winning. You will even the idiot uh, Dan Gilbert. Uh, yeah. Put all that money out on the table, and he got him a championship. People don't understand. You don't really win. You don't really make money uh, during the season when you put it out for the championship. You make your money off the, the marketing you're about to do because we won the championship. Mm-hmm. And then your sponsorship level goes up. Listen, all the, the tax money that he's going to pay for t- payroll tax, he's already made up mm-hmm. in all the merchandise that he's sold. So he has well, he sold. He made up for the merchandise they, uh, they, he, they burned up a couple oh, man, years they, ago. They have just they've killed it with all the merchandise that they've sold since uh, since they've won. So he's made up all that money. The the tens of millions that he's going to pay in mm-hmm. the luxury tax, he's already made that up. So yeah. it was a wise investment. He did it. But, but again, I just, New Orleans, Noel. That's what we're hanging our hat on at number three. New Orleans, Noel. Well, looking at this NBA draft, <laughs> you look at the big man that's he's coming from, out of this draft. From, uh, Phoenix. Look, looking at these big men coming out of the draft, I mean, it's just like you drafted Noel right now. I wouldn't. I would still have a big guy. He still has. Tyson Chandler is going out of Phoenix, so they better get a big man. They better no, get he's somebody. still there. He, he's no, still he's there. Gonna, he, he, he ain't playing with Phoenix next year. <laughs> I think he's he, going to be out of that place. Would you go for Noel if you're Phoenix? Maybe get Alex Lynn out of town? I would, I would go for anybody that's going to help me win. I'm not going for a big guy. This We have learned a lot about where the big guy lives in today's game. Mm-hmm. And that is they don't. You, they they also don't. you got to think about this. Where are you playing, too? You're playing in the, on a, in the West. Oh. So uh, if a big guy, big guy don't come to play to the end of the season in the playoffs. I don't, you got to play against those right. other teams. I don't need a big man. Who, yeah. I don't need a big man who can rebound. Captain Kurt, thank you. Have a good one. So if I if I'm if I'm looking for a big, you're right. Kurt was definitely right on. You know, there's no big man these days anymore. Besides Demarcus Cousins, I mean, I can't really see another big man who can get the ball in the post and can go to work and dominate the game, change the game. 
there, there that does not exist. So even for a guy like New Orleans Noel, you need a guy who can shot block and who can rebound. And this guy is young. You don't need him to do nothing else. He can run the floor. He can run. He can block shots. He can rebound. Phoenix needs uh-huh. some type of defense in the middle there to begin with. We got to establish the paint for a guy who can rebound, who can block shots consistently throughout the game. Tyson Chandler, a little, little too old. Alex Lynn, no. It's not happening. He's, he's been a bust at a number four pick. And then I'm looking well, at I the need, draft. I need, yeah. I need Phoenix to put something on the floor so when we go to the game, we can walk around with our Phoenix jerseys on. Or yeah. Phoenix shirts, not jerseys. We too old for jerseys, but shirts on. <laughs> right. So yeah, we back. I'm, I'm, yeah, and they need a go getter. I don't. And in a draft right now, you're looking at it. Besides uh, Simmons, Ingram, Dunn, Buddy Hield, I don't know. They're, they're not too sold on Buddy Hield right now, and I don't think you bring in another guard. Otherwise, you're gonna be like Philadelphia instead of big man. You have all these guards in Phoenix once again. We watched three years ago. They didn't draft it. Three, four guards in the first round. I understand that. Yeah, I thought he was exactly. getting to trade them. Exactly. So you're gonna have to find that wingman who can produce on the wing, who who can shoot the ball next to Booker, who can, and and also a big man who can run the floor and block shots. That's what Phoenix needs to buy into. So if you have to shop, Bledsoe and Knight, you got to get over it. Like you said, it's not all about Wait the money. Minute. It's not about the money. Like uh, Gilbert did in Cleveland, you you just got to go with it, man. You just got to trade him. Yeah, well, it's not about the money because Gilbert had LeBron James and Kyrie uh, emerged as superstar at the time, uh, super uh, star. Yeah, he's. Uh, I'm willing to put that money out. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, go ahead. It, it'll just be interesting to uh, today's movements tonight. If if you're the Phoenix Suns at number four. What's your take on it? Do you trade? Do you trade that pick, or do you just go for what you get in the draft? Oh, I, I wouldn't mind getting a. I wouldn't mind with a trade and getting a um, somebody a, a more veteran guy and some money, maybe depending on who that veteran is. But he still has he's twenty eight. He's twenty eight, twenty nine years old. I wouldn't mind getting a veteran guy in the league. But who? <laughs> but I got to look at his history, his medical history, also. Yeah, but I'm thinking who? If I'm the Phoenix Suns, who is that? That twenty eight, twenty nine years old. Besides Dwight Howard, who who else is there? Kevin Love. I have no idea. I mean, because you Kevin Love. I mean, you bring him to town, we might as well just just give up every layup that's going to happen because he's not blocking anybody's shot. I think you but need it, an enforcer. Yeah, that too. And then yeah, you got to afford that contract, but you got to have some type of enforcer in the paint. Now there is a stretch that they're saying that if they trade the number four pick. I think they also had the number 12 or 13, plus Bledsoe. Oh, my goodness, again. And they're going for DeMarcus Cousins, get him out of Sacramento. DeMarcus Cousins, huh? DeMarcus Cousins for the number four pick. All right. Eric Bledsoe in the number 12 or 13 pick, whichever one they have. That's the stretch. You you find a way to get that done. <laughs> right. If, if that's just a rumor... You you make you make that yeah. happen if you're Phoenix Suns. And then will you put them at seventh in the West? Um, no, no, they're still not playoff. There's still a couple more moves that they that they'll have to make for sure. Because there's there's no winning going on in in Phoenix in that locker room right now. They're in the rebuilding mode. Not, so. they, they better not lose to the Lakers none this year, not one. 
Yeah, no question. I, I don't see the Lakers making any any big movements, but unfortunately, we got to get out of here. Yeah, we'll see. We, we got to get out of here, though. We ran out of time today. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Um, tune in to the NBA draft tonight and everything that's going to happen around the NBA. We will be back in studio tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. We got Kwame Lasseter here. Demi Lachey, we'll catch you tomorrow. We out. <laughs> for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.